0: It's Saturday and it's time for some medical astrology. I think this is the most looked forward to day of the Fun Astrology podcast now. Stephanie Vickers with us again from California. Hi, Stephanie.
1: Hi, Thomas. Thanks so much for having me back. And thank you to all the listeners who wrote in emails and are really loving this segment that we're doing I'm just so happy to know that it's touching so many people and that they're finding a lot of things very useful that they can apply to their lives.
0: Boy, you lit it up with Libra. We got a lot of comments on Libra.
1: Yeah, I love it. I really appreciate the honesty, too, with a lot of the listeners that they are feeling a lot of, uh, you know, the tenseness going on and that they're trying to find balance. So I really hope that they found some good pieces from that podcast to incorporate more balance for themselves in their
0: lives. And to know that they're not alone because all of us are feeling it. Oh, yes. Well, we have rounded the corner from Balanced Zen Libra, and we have entered the dark lair of Scorpio, sign number eight. And (laughs) being one, I have been waiting with bated anticipation for exactly what you were going to tell us. And the biggest challenge that I see, you know, Scorpio always wants a challenge. How are we going to keep this under about 45 minutes? (laughs) So so we are committed to holding it down, but Stephanie has some great stuff. So we've all been looking forward to, well, i say all of us. I've been looking forward to it. (laughs) And what do you have for us about Scorpio?
1: Yeah, thank you. I was looking forward to doing this, too, because I have quite a few placements in Scorpio. And it's perfect timing because we have a Scorpio moon going on. So this is meant to be.
0: <laughs> Which was what was the other one that we stumbled across that we were. Oh, it was cancer. I think that we did it when the moon was in cancer. It was one of the ones that we did. I remember yes. we hit it on the same day. All right. Yes. That's exactly right. And just for context, I have the sun and Mars Mars and Neptune stacked on top of each other in Scorpio. What do you have in Scorpio?
1: Mm, So I have Pluto, Saturn, and my south node in Scorpio.
0: (laughs) OMG.
1: So a lot of good Scorpionic energy, and uh, I can absolutely relate with a lot of what I'm going to say. So uh, this is fun for me to do.
0: All right. You take off.
1: All right, so Scorpio moon natives, as we know, Scorpio itself, these individuals have a vital force that's really powerful and intense. Scorpio is ruled by both Mars and Pluto, so they're incredibly passionate, emotional, determined, resilient, complex, and transformative people. They're tough with themselves, incredibly courageous, fearless, on par equally with Aries, and possess a strong will to regenerate themselves. They can overcome some serious health ailments with the strong power of their mind and determination to get to the bottom of an issue. Since we know Scorpio is a fixed water sign as far as like a health routine and day-to-day, they need things to be predictable and reliable and have that component that allows them to access their intuition and emotionality. Anything too rational or with too much change is going to deplete them. Areas of health focus for them are the large intestine or colon, urinary tract, including the bladder, pelvic region, genitalia, reproductive organs, and general excretory system. So these individuals and Scorpio in general can suffer from a lot of stagnation. Uh, But if you have a Scorpio moon, it's especially so in the physical body. It's really important to protect and support that system. So making sure that you're sweating every day, either by using a sauna, aerobic exercise, or even a hot bath. Ensuring optimal lymphatic drainage. So ways you can do that is by using like a rebounder, a little mini trampoline. Or my favorite way to do it is a dry brush nightly before you bathe or shower. Uh, Those are pretty inexpensive and it feels really good and your skin gets really soft. And then maintaining bowel regularity. So ensuring you have plenty of fiber and roughage and vegetables in your daily diet. The thyroid can actually be quite sensitive in this sign, uh, usually more so in a hypo or low-functioning manner. So important to uh, support thyroid health, Uh, you know, getting a decent amount of iodine from your diet, which most of our salt and foods doesn't have the iodine anymore. So seaweed, um, seaweed's actually a fantastic way to support it. Um, Or just checking with your healthcare provider if supplementing with like a trace mineral complex would be helpful. And interestingly enough, Scorpio also rules the nose. So these individuals respond really powerfully to aromatherapy and using essential oils can really be a great way for them to tap into that strong olfactory system. They need and crave purification in every way. Detox diets are definitely of interest to them, and they can go to extremes with these. So important to be mindful of not overdoing them, and before you start, to consult and work with a healthcare practitioner. This one key theme for Scorpios in general is practicing moderation in everything. Emotional clearance, like I mentioned earlier, is really important and vital for them on an ongoing basis their feelings can seem so deep and all consuming that it leaves them feeling really overwhelmed and like they're so underneath the surface of the ocean that they can't come up to, you know, the the top for air. So, I recommend doing things where, you know, you either do self-investigation or meditation to really dive deep into the subconscious patterns uh, that may be curbing, you know, healthier behaviors in your life or if that isn't something you've been able to connect with? Uh, Scorpio really loves investigation and the mind uh, through like a psychotherapy type of approach, and even hypnotism can be really powerful for them to release and renew. They're definitely not ones that are going to shy away from anything that may involve some discomfort or could seem unusual to others. They know it's going to lead to a greater gain in the end. Scorpio natives have an attraction for provocative experiences where they can go beyond their ego and allow that deeper nature to emerge sexuality and the act itself is incredibly important to them as it's a way for them to experience union and that deep interpersonal connection that they desire on multiple levels so allowing complete expression of sexuality in a healthy way is really important And if there's any shame or trauma in the picture, seeking a qualified sexual therapist to help work through these things can really bring a lot of healing and allow them to reconnect with that beautiful part of themselves. These individuals are natural chemists. They enjoy learning about herbs, medicine, and the body. Uh, Many Scorpio sun rising and moon natives are also in the medical and healing fields as herbalists, acupuncturists, and surgeons. Like I mentioned earlier, they love to investigate and research. So this can apply really productively to their health so they can find the right healthcare provider and routine for themselves. Trusting others may not come as easily for them, but once they find a loyal ally that will partner with them to reach their health goals, these people will commit fully and deeply with incredible inner strength and resolve. And, you know, with that fixed nature, they will accomplish any health goal. Definitely not ones to just victimize with self-pity and settle into passivity. They'll go to the depths and back multiple times to search for solutions in places no one else would dare to go and even think about looking for. Truly masters of change and transformation. And as all Scorpios know, they understand that new life and in this instance, better health can only emerge after the old and no longer serving ways are destroyed. So last flower essences that can help them are holly and crab apple with emotional purging and clearance and then basil to align with their emotions and desires regarding sexuality and release.
0: Wow, that's awesome. And it's such a great resource that I want to remind people just right here that there is a transcription of this available on the website, funastrology.com. If you just go to the blog area, it will be attached to today. Today. I have help with that now from Brittany taking care of this stuff for me. So the charts on the website and the transits and the transcriptions are all now being kept up pretty much in real time. So you should be able to find the transcript there if you would like to copy and paste it. So that was just amazing. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. And I really hope that, you know, Scorpios, even if they just have like for me, I have my Pluto and my Saturn and my South note in it. Um, So I'm not a moon uh, rising or sun Scorpio native, but I could relate to so many of these things. And I've had to uh, really keep them in mind and apply them to my daily health routines as well. And it's been really supportive. So I hope they find that encouragement and empowerment. They are a very powerful sign. And tapping into their own personal power, I think, is where it's really at.
0: Well, you know, what's amazing about astrology is we have this 10 by 12 by 12 matrix, right? We've got 10. planets, 12 signs, 12 houses, and those represent these energies. So whether you have a stack of stuff like Stephanie and I do or whether you have nothing in Scorpio, you still have Scorpionic energy in your chart. And you could look at the ruling planet positions, so Mars and Pluto in your own chart to find out where that Scorpionic energy manifests for you, even if you didn't have one thing in there. If the sign was completely empty, you still have it. So, Stephanie, one of the things I'm wondering is, do you think that just the nature of Scorpio is perhaps a little more either, A, withdrawn from all of this stuff that's going on, or B, let's think of the little icon, the little Scorpion with its little tail up, and is it ready to whack at some things that it doesn't agree with? (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. That's an awesome question. I personally think it's a bit of a mix. So I think with Scorpios, and and I'd love to hear you speak on this as well, since you're a Scorpio sun, uh, I think they have this resolve and stoic nature. So they will keep it together. That's why they are excellent as surgeons. I worked with many Scorpio surgeon scur- surgeons that were incredibly calm in the middle of an extreme life and death crisis. But underneath, I think that they're always prepared to defend and protect if they feel threatened in any way. Um, uh, way more internal, though, than Aries. I think you know with that Mars. They're since they're both Mars rule signs, Aries can be a lot more direct and confrontational, and almost like inviting it in a way. Um, and I say that with love because I'm an I'm an Aries with a Stellium. Uh, to all our Aries, we love you. But with Scorpio, they keep it a little bit more into the surface. But I definitely think that they will bring that that tail out if they are threatened.
0: Well, try taking what you were saying about your surgeons and dropping that Aries Mars right on top of your Sun, and then stick Neptune next to it. You know, this is why <laughs> the astrologer in Denver said, "Oh, this chart makes me dizzy." You know. <laughs> Like, yeah, try embodying this chart, (laughs) you know, it's a lot to, it's a lot to work through, but I do think that that's one of the things. So like what, with what you were talking about, all of those ways to de-trigger, that's the point is like, if you're feeling that triggering, look around your Scorpio because you might find some clues there, especially what it's aspected to and what some of the, you know, follow the ruling planets, but look around Scorpio for some answers.
1: Yes, absolutely. Great points. And, um, you know, and even your eighth house, you know, look at look at the sign on that, even if it's not Scorpio, because that's going to kind of depict like how the whole nature of what is revolved around the eighth house, you know, with death, transformation, sexuality, all of that, how it's going to play out for you. And then, like Thomas said, looking at where your Scorpio is in your chart, because. Just like you mentioned, even if it's empty, that's still a part of your life where those Scorpionic themes can come into play.
0: And there's another big aspect to this because we want to make the shadow sides of our signs wrong. And the thing that I love about this is especially how you presented it at the beginning is that it's just okay with what's so. So if you have stuff in Scorpio, you came here to do just that. And if you have stuff in other areas of your chart, just remember, that's what you came here to do. And it's all OK. Live your chart. Know your chart. That's what's so cool about this. That was a great point.
1: Yes, exactly. It's empowering. You know, Scorpio is incredibly powerful. And I think that that intensity and passion, you know, maybe some might might be a little bit scary and wary of that, but um, I think that they can use that to accomplish some amazing things. And you came here to release and change and renew and regenerate that part of your chart that has Scorpionic energy. And, you know, for me, my Pluto and Scorpio, I will say I've had a lot of Pluto themes in my life. But looking back, it's completely helped me renew and almost become reborn in a sense and really embody that whole theme of you know the phoenix really representing scorpio
0: well that was a great report we got her done in under 45 minutes and next week uh, we get to go to party city because we're going to do sagittarius
1: yeah we're going to blow it up big for sag (laughs) all
0: right go get some balloons and and uh some party hats and some of those things that you blow and we'll have a big party next weekend Stephanie thanks so much
1: thank you Thomas and see all of you back here next Saturday